Welcome to The Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. If you like pop culture, celebrity gossip, Bravo news, or anything else entertainment Hollywood, this is your place. Join me and my co-hosts every Friday as we spill the tea and explain all the things. Get ready to spend part of your week every week with me. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show that keeps you in the know. How are you? I hope you're having a great week. I am so thankful to every single one of the new listeners, every single person who entered the first Weekly Kate giveaway. It is certainly not the last. I am so appreciative. I'm so happy to have you. Welcome to the TWK community. I don't know. So I have this issue when the podcast was called 32 pod, which if you're new here, I changed the name over the summer because there was a lot of confusion about how to spell the name, find the name. It just wasn't working out. So I changed it and I don't know what to call my audience. Like, should I call you weakers? Should I call you like, give me, throw some ideas out. Like tell me in the Instagram caption comments, like what you all want to be called. As far as I know, you're the best listeners in the whole planet. But like, if you want a special name, like I listen to the, to the toast, I'm a toaster. If you listen to, I don't know, other, other podcasts have their thing and I want a thing. That's essentially what I'm saying. I, I want my own thing. So if you have an idea of what I should call the collection of you, then I will certainly accept it. Um, I am sitting here today. It's Thursday. It is the 17th of November. As you all know, because I talked about it last week, pre-sale for Taylor Swift went on sale on the 15th. I'm happy to say that I did get access to pre-sale. I think the Midnight's cover album shirt I bought boosted me in the pre-sale count and I got it. And I am also fucking excited to say I got tickets. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my God. I sat in the queue for two and a half hours. The reason I think this worked, I had pre-sale. I logged in a half hour early. I was on SeatGeek because in Texas, they don't use Ticketmaster. They're using SeatGeek. And I think for like other shows, like maybe Arizona and Vegas, they're doing that as well. Like it's, that's the ticket distributor is SeatGeek. Um, and I think that worked out in my favor because there's obviously less traffic on a site that's only having six shows versus what, 40. So I'm kind of so excited. And this is not a brag. Like I don't like if you didn't get tickets or you haven't gotten tickets, like I'm not trying to shove it in your face. I'm just like, I'm really, really excited. I think this is karma tracking me down. I think I had a few things this year that weren't exactly great and were really upsetting and X, Y, and Z. And this is a happy thing for me. This is a happy positive in the karma box. So I think I'm evening out is what I'm saying. And I'm going to take my mom. So like, 
you know, it's like we're going to have girls day of it. And I, I, I did get quite a few tickets. I got the maximum you are allowed. And if they go unclaimed, maybe I'm not giving them away. Like you'll have to buy them. <laughs> like that, don't go crazy here. Like I got good seats. I spent a lot of money. Like you'll have to buy it for me, but like maybe I'll offer is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. I also spent three hours in the queue yesterday for a friend who was working and did not get tickets for her because the queue kicked me out because they ran out of pre-sale tickets for the credit card. So this whole experience is wild. I don't remember the last time I remember buying tickets for a show when the show, like the first day of ticket sales, I want to say is when I went to Lady Gaga's monster ball tour in 2011 that had to be in 2011 I was in college like I went to the show in Omaha it was April I think it was April of 2011 where did I live I lived in my little townhouse my little duplex but I don't think I, I did not live with Carly yeah it was my junior year of college 2011 I have gone 11 years without buying concert tickets the day they come out and like yes this is my first time seeing Taylor Swift. So if had I seen her sooner, like maybe I would have had a little bit more competitiveness or like if I wanted to see other shows, like, like who's huge right now, Harry Styles, but like not on my radar. I, I love, I like Harry's house a lot, but like it's, I'm, I'm not dying to see Harry Styles. I was dying to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> and even my Backstreet Boys tickets over the summer, I bought them off StubHub. I got them secondhand and I paid too much money, but that's not, not the point. That's not the point. I will say that I am that person. I am the person who will spend more to be comfortable, dry, in a lower seat. Like I will spend more money to be in a seat that yes, is closer, but is also like better for my anxiety. Am I sitting in nosebleeds? Absolutely the fuck not. I was talking to Alex, my best friend about this. And she was like, what is your, what is your fear about sitting in nosebleeds. I said, my fear is, I feel like I'm sitting on top of someone else's head and it's too fucking high and there's so much space around me and I feel like I'm going to plummet to my death. And she's like, but you're not, if you fall, you're not going to fall straight down that whole height. True, but I could fall, tumble down every stair, hit a barricade, fall through it, fall, tumble down every stair, hit a barricade, fall through it, and end up on the ground and dead which is irrational, but not impossible. So that is, I spend good money to be in a good seat. And I know that that's probably controversial. I'm like, oh, check your privilege. Fine. I am privileged enough to have the ability to pay for a more expensive seat where I will be comfortable and enjoy the show versus terrified. And if that's so wrong, so be it. But I don't think it's that wrong because again, it's my money. My husband was like, how much you spend? I was like, eh, no, 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 <laughs> We're not going to have this conversation. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He got a little drunk a few weeks ago and bought Blink-182 tickets that were severely overpriced. So really, who's the enemy here? It's not me. Literally, it's never me. So I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to see Taylor. I can't believe it. 
It's going to be so fucking fun. I think, so I talked to another friend, the friend I tried to get tickets for, um, which I couldn't. She was like, okay, I will come to Texas and use one of your other tickets if you, um, if it's available. And I said, yes, I will. I saved one for you when I, like mentally, when I bought them, I was like, one is hers. She has the great idea to like, if, so I bought six tickets. If we get six people to go, we all go as a different era. I think that is so fucking fun. I want my mom to be red Taylor's version and go with like the little sunglasses and the shirt that says not going, not a lot going on at the moment. I think that'd be funny. And like, it's not really like a costume. So like, it's like good for the moms. Like if you're a mom and you want to go to, to Tay, that would be a good idea for you. I kind of want to go as reputation. <laughs> I don't know in what capacity. Like, I don't know, like if I would have like leather or sequins or snakes or what I found this girl on TikTok. And she said, if you're a Swifty, you're going to the show. I make custom outfits. And I was like, I could get like a reputation era, like jumpsuit with the hood. Like that'd be so fucking fire flames. But like, can I really go out like that? <laughs> like I don't have the body for that. So we'll think, we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. I would also be very much willing to be midnights. I, I just, I think it, that would be, I think that'd be so fun. That would be so much fun to go with all the eras. I think that'd be so cool. I'm, you guys, I'm so excited. This really is a bright spot in my year. And like, yeah, I moved and my house is beautiful and my husband is happy and that's great, but there's always stuff. I do, and I've mentioned this before on the show and I will always say this, there's always something, something else going on in someone's life, whether they keep it public or private or whatever. Like, you know, the whole adage of like, it's not, it doesn't cost anything to be kind. It's not anything else to show someone grace. Like always remember that because there's always something. And I've had a few somethings this year that were less than pleasant. So I'm going to Taylor Swift. That's it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. There is a lot of chatter on the internet about Ticketmaster and Live Nation and why hasn't Taylor said anything? What is she going to say? I'm sorry that the company that owns the process to purchase all these tickets fucked up. Like this isn't her fault. And if I'm an artist and I have a media team and a public publicity team, like basically telling me what to do because she does, she does have a team of people. And while they don't own her, like they advise her, I'm sure they're saying, don't say anything. What, what's your involvement? Your involvement is that you're the artist. So I see both sides. There are also, and I said this last episode or two episodes ago, there are people who are not well. There are people who are so gutturally upset at this process and at Taylor and like asking what they're going to do with themselves, like in a literal sense. And I... Not that they want my pity, but we need to think about those people and hold them close to us and like give them comfort because it's a concert. Like, and I, and I know I'm speaking from a place of like, I got tickets and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be that person, but like, it's a concert y'all. Like it doesn't make you any less of a fan of Taylor. And that's what I said. I said, if I didn't get tickets, I would be okay. But these people are not okay. And I feel really bad for them. And I'm really sorry. Like everyone just pray for the Swifties, like the tried and true, like 
guttural tier Swifties right now. Like everyone pray for them. Like it's, it's awful. So general sale goes, starts tomorrow, the 18th. So blessings, good thoughts, manifestations for everyone who wants tickets, blessings and prayers that you get them, love and light. Like I, I hope so deeply that that happens for you. And if you're a person who can survive the nosebleeds, those tickets don't go first. So fly and be free. You can do it. Sorry, I needed a sip of my tea. Okay, let's get into the top stories of the week. There are a few clarifications that I have, and they will go quickly, these clarifications. The first is that Chris Evans is not single. He has not been single for a while, which is equally as devastating as it is happy for him, I guess. He is dating actress Alba Baptista. Apparently they were photographed together showing some PDA. I don't know. She's very pretty. I believe she's Portuguese. Let me see. Let me look deeper into this. Alba Batista. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm sure everyone's wondering who she is. She's Portuguese. Um, she's a Portuguese TV and film actress. Okay. I mean, she's really pretty. She kind of looks like... Um, oh, what's her name? Um... The girl, the actress who was recently in, oh, um, Alicia Vikander. She kind of looks like a Portuguese Alicia Vikander. Yeah. I mean, she's the luckiest girl in the world. <laughs> she's dating Captain America. Ugh. Just a moment of silence for all the single girls who can't date Chris Evans. <sighs> okay, moving on. To all the hearts he broke. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, clarification number two, Nick Cannon. And I shared this on my stories. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at Weekly Kate Podcast. Um, Nick Cannon came out and said that he pays over $3 million a year in child support. So that answers a lot of questions from when my brother Stephen was on the show. Um, he recently welcomed his 11th child um, with someone. Oh, Abby De La Rose. That was like last week. And he, I think he was on a podcast or was being interviewed. And the guy was like, how much do you pay in child support? And he was like, you don't even want to know, dude. Which like $3 million a year. That's crazy. Like, thank God he hosts The Masked Singer. Like, thank God he's on Wild and Out. Thank God. What else would he do? It's amazing. Okay. Clarification number three. The most exciting of the clarifications and this is, this is something I talked about on the show with Anna in August. So go back to listen to that episode. I want to say it's called, I don't remember. Let me just pretend I don't, let's not pretend I remember. Let me hang on. It is called, um, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> What did I name it? <laughs> Hang on. 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's from September and it's called Diet Coke Martyrs. And about 30 minutes into the show, I talk about this topic, but Princess Diaries 3 is in production at Disney. Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like someone in pop culture listens to the show because I've just been suggesting all of these Fire Flames ideas. And finally, someone, someone gives in. Please contact me. I would love to work with Disney just like as a 1099, like contract me, you know, I'd be great. Oh, I'm so excited. No actors have been confirmed. I'm sure they're quote unquote working on the script, blah, blah, blah. So it'll come out in like, I don't know, 2035, but I am so excited. It's going to be amazing. I hope Chris Pine is in it. I hope, uh, Victor, what's his futzits is in it. And Julie Andrews and in Hathaway and, oh. Gary Marshall, unfortunately, cannot direct because he obviously has passed away. Baby Penny Marshall will. I I just, I'm so excited. That is going to be, uh, that's what we want. That's what we want. Now we have to work on getting maybe like another Lizzie McGuire movie or the show rebooted. They tried to reboot the show and apparently Lizzie was too promiscuous for Disney. But like, can we do it on ABC? Can we do it somewhere else? Like, let's work on it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's okay. Just like Idea Factory or me over here, just like putting Fire Flames ideas in the world. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Let's see what else we have going on. Oh my goodness. So many things. So much went on in the world. Let me take one more sip of tea. Hang on. So it's hard to do the show by myself because I want to take sips and like hold my drink, but I'm going to make noise and clank and be stupid. Okay. Christina Applegate has received her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I spoke about her with, actually with Kara and with Jonathan last week. Um, I think she's a wonderful, brilliant actress and I'm so happy she got her star. I think it's so well-deserved. It was her first appearance since coming public with her MS diagnosis. I think she looked amazing. Obviously she was using a cane. So like, obviously there's some physical, um, hindrances going on with her, but she looked so happy to be there. So grateful. Um, Linda Cardinelli had the most beautiful speech for her. And I, I just like, I, I was almost in tears. It was honestly so lovely. And I just love, again, I love to see people who deserve the thing, get the thing. Like she has been in the business for decades. She came up as a teenager and she's been here. She's a constant in the business and she, and she got her star. And I think it's amazing. I love it. Like people who do good work should be recognized all the time. And I'm so glad that she was. I'm so, so glad she was. <sighs> okay. Next story. Giselle Bündchen, obviously who is divorcing Tom Brady was seen in public with a new man. Now, I have many things to say about this. But the first is, I hate when it is speculated that someone who's very recently divorced is dating someone else because I feel like it changes the narrative of whatever media is happening around them. It can't just be like, you know, because when everyone does their divorce announcements, like, please give our family privacy and blah, blah, blah. Like, where is that when you're walking around with 
sorry, I banged on the table. When you're walking around with like some guy, this guy could be literally anyone. Is it a date? Is it a friendly lunch? Is he a friend? Does he work for you? Does he work with you? Like, is he a friend of a friend? Like what's like, what is it? You know? And I feel like it does a disservice to people. Obviously she's probably in a lot of pain because her marriage of 13 years just dissolved to assume that it's like immediately a date. Cause like, I'm sorry if I divorce Tom Brady while I'm probably fucking pissed, I'm not immediately going to date somebody else, you know, but I do think the narrative would be different if this was him. I think if this were Tom Brady stepping out and dating whomever, it would be everywhere. So I don't know. Like if it's a date, I hope you're happy. I hope you had a nice time. I hope you are finding peace and calm, but like, I don't know, like, Maybe we shouldn't just talk. Maybe we talk about relationships and not like, oh, she stepped on her first date since divorcing Tom Brady. Like, she's going to date eventually. She's just, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Like, everyone wants to take her out. Hello? Like, is that not obvious? I don't know. I just think that, I feel like it's a bit soon is what I'm saying. Like, it's just a little too soon. And she's got kids and like, I don't know. Like, but like, okay, let's reconvene in February when football season's over and Tom Brady sucked, sucked the whole rest of the season, just awful suckage the whole time. And finally retires. He retires a fool and he goes on a date with somebody who's in the business that he could go on a date with. I feel like he's going to go on a date with like someone who's like much younger than him, like much younger than him. So if he's 40, is he 46, 45? I forget. Let's say he's 45. I feel like he's going to go on a date with someone who's like 25, which again, I'm not an ageist, but there's just something about that because here's the thing. You are married to the most beautiful woman that's ever walked this planet, right? You have to date someone younger to compete with that looks wise. Like, the next woman he goes on a date with is not going to be a troll. She is not going to be a troll. She is going to wake up every day looking like the Lord kissed her from heaven every single day when she wakes up, whomever this young woman is. But I know they will be at least 15 years younger than him. I'm saying it first. I'm saying it here. Which that would be someone who's 30. I just, <laughs> I, I don't, I feel like that's going to be too old for him. I feel like he's going to go on a date with someone who's like 26 and it's going to be like, Oh, Tom Brady, he's the goat. Yeah. He's the goat who's taking out a lamb. Like, ugh. this is just me speculating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but happy for Giselle. I hope she's happy. I just, let's not get out of hand here. But like, here I am speculating about Tom Brady. I don't know. I'm alone today. This is what happens when I'm alone. I just rant and rant and no one can stop me. Okay, I took a little bit of a tea break, and there is actual fucking breaking news about the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster debacle. Ticketmaster cancels Taylor Swift's tour public ticket sales due to high demand and insufficient inventory. So the tickets that are supposed to go on sale tomorrow, Friday, November 18th, they have 
extraordinarily high demand on the ticketing system and insufficient remaining ticket inventory, which is crazy to me. Like, so the public ticket sales have been canceled? What? It said the verified fan presale took place November 15th, descended into chaos after Ticketmaster's website crashed. Um, the company said that the staggering number of bot attacks as well as fan demand drove unprecedented traffic on our site, resulting in 3.5 billion total system requests, four times our previous peak. The Airs tour ended up breaking a Ticketmaster record as over 2 million tickets were sold for Swift shows on November 15th, the most tickets ever sold for an artist in a single day. Ticketmaster has not yet announced when general public sale will not take place. While this is so cool for Taylor, this is insane. And I don't know. So like, okay, this is what happened. I got a pre-sale code and my instructions were go to the website, stay in the queue. I had to enter my code to get to the, to, ah, no, hmm, hang on. I had to enter my code after waiting in the queue. Why didn't I have to enter my code before I entered the queue? Why didn't you have to be vetted before you go into the queue? That's fucking stupid. If you gave out a certain amount of codes, you should only let those certain amount of people in. This is a Ticketmaster problem, like I said. This is insane. I, I just, I, I really feel, I really feel bad for like the, the hardcore Swifties who were like in pieces today. I really do. Like, I just, this is, this is insane. And like, I, you, they keep saying unprecedented, overwhelming. Like, did you not know that she's the biggest star in the world? Like, are you not aware? Like there should have been more preparedness for this. Like where, where, where are your heads? Pull them out of your ass. You know, why don't you make ticket sales for each show be a certain day or be a certain time? Like you're overwhelming your site for 45 shows on purpose. This is all like, there are some shows that are taking place in August. Why are they going on sale right now? Put them on sale in two months. Like who planned this? This is insane. Like I just, ugh. wild, wild. And like the resale tickets that like the bots got or whomever are going for insane amounts. Like I got lower bowl seats in the, I'm not going to say how much. <laughs> I got lower bowl seats in the, let's see, 200 to 500 range. You're not going to get it out of me. You're not going to get out of me how much I paid. Those seats are going for like $4,000 pop now and more. I saw a floor ticket for $23,000. You got to be fucking kidding me. What? Like you're going to donate a kitty to go to the show? Literally? Absolutely not. It's a concert. It's a concert. I'm sorry. Like, and I know I'm speaking from a place of like someone who's going to go. And like, I know that sounds so terrible. And like, but like, it's a, it's a concert, you know? Like, and then I keep seeing all this shit on TikTok of like, people are like, I feel like I'm in such a moral dilemma because I got tickets and I am not worthy. Yes, you fucking are. The internet is not does not vet you on morality, obviously. Like, look at all the shit on the internet. You got in based on probably luck or timing of the code or whatever, and you bought tickets with your own fucking money. You deserve them, whomever. Like, 
enough. Like everyone take a fucking deep breath. Seriously. It's going to be okay. If not, if nothing else, if absolutely nothing else, there will be an immersive concert experience on Amazon prime. I can guarantee you that she did so much press on Amazon for this album and tour announcement. There will be an immersive concert experience on Amazon. You heard it here first. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It was just, just Caitlin texted me and I was like, oh my God, I have to look into this. And then I was drinking my tea and I got distracted, but not that you know that because there was no lack absolutely because I am a great editor. Okay. Let's see what else. What else is going on in pop culture today? So this is something like, the next thing I want to talk about is pretty layered, but I think it's important. So Candace Cameron Bure, the actress, she played DJ on Full House. I've talked about her quite a bit. Um, was most recently in the news for her quote unquote feud with Jojo Siwa, which wasn't a feud and was ridiculous and Jojo looks stupid. So she's in the news again and not that she's not, you know, a celebrity and shouldn't be in the news, but things are, things are going on in her camp. So Candace Cameron Bray recently moved to the new network, Great American Family. Great American Family is like a hallmark. They do essentially the same thing. Obviously, Candace Cameron Bray made a lot of movies on Hallmark Channel, and then it was kind of a big deal that she left Hallmark to go to Great American Family. From what I understand from reading these articles is that Great American Family is more of a Christian-based channel than Hallmark would be. It is the gist that I'm getting that Candace Cameron was interviewed as far as her move to Great American Family or what she hopes to achieve there or whatever. And what she said, and I'm going to try to find a direct quote. Hang on. I can't find the original first quote, but essentially she said, she is excited to work with this network to make both faith-based content and content that reflects traditional marriage. And she is getting really dragged for her comments about traditional marriage. And I think, unfortunately, because of the verbiage, that's why that's happening. So People are coming after her saying Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill called her a bigot, which is like, okay, I can certainly understand disagreeing with someone and I can certainly understand feeling passionate about protecting a certain group of people or correcting someone's wrongs or educating somebody or whatever, but calling someone a word that carries so much weight is not only disrespectful, it's like rude and like unnecessary. And like, while that might be controversial, like I don't think Candace Cameron is a bigoted person. I don't. I think she's been in the business a long time. She has always said the same thing. She's not falling back on her word. She's not. Uh, anyway, like, so let me, let me move on and I'll explain more. So Hillary Burton called her a bigot. 
Jojo, Jojo Siwa said how disappointed she was in her and oh my God, this is so, so essentially they're taking her comment and saying in out of context that she is against the non-traditional, non-Christian family, non-traditional, non-Christian marriage, all of those things. So essentially, unless you are a heterosexual Christian getting married, she, she wants nothing to do with it. That is not what she said. That's not what she said. And I, that's not what she meant either. So she said in response, all of you, all of you who know me beyond question is that I love, I have a great love and affection for all people. It breaks my heart that anyone would ever think I intentionally would want to offend any, or hurt anyone. It saddens me that the media often seeking to divide us or even around a subject as comforting as Mary Chris and, and Mary as Christmas movies. But given the toxic climate in our culture right now, I wouldn't be surprised. We need Christmas more than ever. She said, I am a devoted Christian, which means I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people, and I do. If you know me, you know that I am a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately. My heart yearns to build bridges and bring people to one step closer together. Again, I I really, I really feel for her because I don't like whether her words were taken out of context or misconstrued or not printed properly, like all I, I really do think what she was saying is that she wants to, she cannot wait to make more faith-based content. And while she probably did use the phrase traditional marriage, and I'm I'm not denying that, but I also don't know because I don't have it in front of me. Like, if that's what she believes and that's what she is living and that's what she wants to do and she has the opportunity, why wouldn't she want to promote that? Like, as she said, she's a devoted Christian. So why she wouldn't want to make devoted Christian-based content, like, duh. You know, for the same reason that any culture, race, age of people, gender of people want to make content for themselves. Like, I don't find that so wrong. And I like, when did, like, when did it become a thing to go after every single person for every single thing they say? Like, for goodness sake, like, like, should she have said something different? Maybe. Does she regret it? No. Because she's, I, I don't think she did anything wrong. Like, She's a Christian person, very outwardly Christian person. Honestly, like if you follow her at all, she has a line of Bibles. Like it, she's very Christian. And she's, she moved, she made the move to a network that will allow her to do that. And I don't like, she's not saying I'm making anti-gay, anti-whomever pro like content. Like that would be crazy. That would be insane. That would be like, what? Like, what are you saying? You're doing what now? But she didn't, that's not what she's, that, that's not what's happening. And like, this might be controversial, but like, if you look at Hallmark Channel, there's not a lot of diversity and there's not a lot of difference of storytelling, let's say. So like, are we mad at Hallmark Channel too? You know what I, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like if we're, if, if you're going to take this stance, be mad at everybody. Just don't be mad at one person. I'm so tired of this crap. Like, and, and sure it's the people who don't, it's the, it's the people who don't 
bow to the mob who get it worst. And that sucks. And I feel sorry for her. And do I think she's was had malicious intent? Absolutely not. I think it would be anti-Christian for her to have malicious intent with these comments. I think that she said what she is excited to do. I don't know why that's so, I don't know why that's so wrong. Like she's not saying I'm making, I am, I am excited to make only heterosexual, only Christian, anti all other religions, anti all other genders and sexual orientations content. Because again, that would be absolutely insane. That would be insane. I don't know. Like it's a fucking Christmas movie. Relax. Relax. How many people are making Christmas movies about literally any other people? I'm sorry. Like I have Hallmark on all the time during the season and there's not a lot of diversity in orientation, race, occupation, age of people. Like everyone's always this big city girl who goes to her small town, who falls in love with a librarian, who also happens to be a lumberjack who's hot. That's a Hallmark movie. Like, and it happens to be Christmas time and they have to like find some sort of like hidden locket somewhere. And like, you know, like if you watch Hallmark, you know, but like, this is just so fucking unnecessary. Like, oh, like, come on, come on. I just, it, ugh. And I don't feel sorry for people who, who make up narratives. I don't, like, I, I I'm stopping I've stopped doing that. Like, I am not going to feel bad for someone who takes someone else's words out of context and then gets offended. Like, stop. Like, stop this whole, like, oh, I'm offended. I am so triggered by your words. You're misconstruing my words. Fuck off. How about you misconstrue my fuck off? How about that? How about that? So, I think time will tell. Hopefully this resolves it for her. But I really think people have to be, have to stop being so fucking sensitive because she's not, this, these comments in no way are a attack on any certain people. They're not, I'm sorry. They're not, they're not. If I, if, if I, a heterosexual married to a man, woman, wanted to write a book from my perspective. And it was about a heterosexual woman married to a man, which is quote unquote, a traditional marriage. And some people would say that. Am I automatically against other marriage partnerships, relationships? No, I'm writing on my own. I'm acting on my own experience. Like I I just, this, this is so crazy. You guys This is so crazy. Oh my God. Oh my God. In separate but related news, <laughs> um, the U.S. Senate just voted to codify same-sex marriage into law. They got 62 votes. So that will move on to the House. And I hope it passes. And that would be great. That would be so fucking awesome. Because as Candace Cameron Bray said, love all people. Be fucking nice. Like, I'm just, I'm over it, but I really hope, I do hope that gets codified. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yay. (sighs) Okay. I think that's all the things I have today. Let's see. Let me check this off. Oh no, it's not. I have one more thing. A little bit of royal news. I love royal news. You know me. 
Um, okay. Let's see. I don't know what I opened here. Hang on. Do, 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 do. Okay. The palace, as in Buckingham Palace, as in King Charles, ugh, is banning staff from announcing details on Kate's outfits in new royal family crackdown. So essentially, every time she had an engagement, there was also... <clears throat> sorry. Ah, sorry. Every time she had an engagement, there was also press released and information regarding her outfit because she wears a lot of British designers, wears a lot of things. And like they talked about the Kate effect in past where it's like she wears something and it sells out immediately and changes the history of fashion forever. Um, Kensington Palace is no longer doing that. Um, they have begun refusing to give details on her outfits amid frustration that so much media coverage is focused on what she wears. Until recently, they always gave the Princess of Wales outfit details for every official engagement, except for those such as visits to farms and gardens where she wore very casual clothes. Now they are routinely refusing to say unless it is a hugely glamorous occasion such as a film premiere or a state event or overseas visit where she is deploying fashion diplomacy by wearing items designed in the host nation. Um... La, 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 la. This gives details of her stuff. Basically, she's stealing shine from Charles is what I'm reading. <laughs> Basically, they want more. They want more of the royal press about the king and his goings on than the Princess of Wales and her outfits. But like, do they not know we're going to figure it out anyway? Do they not know we look on Instagram at what Kate wears or dressed like a duchess or all the other accounts that are like, what'd she wear today? And like, it would behoove the British designers for when they see it to put it out there. Like here's Kate wearing a Catherine Walker coat. Here's Kate wearing Zara. Here's Kate wearing Ralph Lauren. Here's Kate wearing Jenny Packham. Like she, she just, she wears a lot of the same British things. Let her fucking do it. It's good for the economy. The British economy sucks right now. Like let, let her do it. Just let her do it. I do, I will say, this might be coming from a place that Prince, huh, sorry, excuse me, that King Charles, I'm not going to get used to it. I miss the queen so much. I miss the queen. Okay. This might be coming from a place that he doesn't want it, dis or not he, but like the firm doesn't want it disclosed because like it nods to how much they spend on her wardrobe which has been an issue in the past, which is also why she rewears a lot of things, but she has amazing clothes. Oh. But I think it's probably less that and more just like wanting the press to be about the king and queen, which like, okay, fine, fine. But like, we're going to figure it out anyway. Duh. <laughs> Come on. I... There is a designer in Britain that is moderately affordable. Maybe not so much with the currency exchange, but like enough that I could swing it. But like, I don't exactly fit in their largest size. So like, if I ever lose weight and I can fit in it, happening, 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 happening. Because then I could have something Kate has. And that's all I want in life <laughs> is to look and dress just like her. That's all I want. That's it. Well, guys, that is the end of the show. 
That's all I have to share. I'm sorry things got a little heated. I'm sorry that I cursed a lot. It's just it's just what happens here. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Weekly Kate. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review. And if you did not continue to leave a five-star review, tell me how I can improve. Instagram me, DM me, email me at theweeklykate at gmail.com. Share the show, rate the show, all the things. Follow, hit the little follow button if you want to follow me. The check mark on Apple, the little bell on Spotify. I don't know how you do it on Google. I'm also available on CastBox and iHeartRadio now, which is awesome. And yeah, thank you so much. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for spending part of your week with me. Bye.